بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله والصلاة والسلام على سيدنا محمد وعلى آله وصحبه وسلم رب اشرح لي صدري ويسر لي أمري واحلل عقدة من لسان يفقه قولي السلام عليكم ورحمة الله وبركاته and welcome to the seventh episode of our short series about أمهات المؤمنين the mothers of the believers Through this series, inshallah, I want to take you on a journey through time to learn about the mothers of the believers. And so we become, inshallah, the best human beings, citizens of this earth, fathers, mothers, children, neighbors, colleagues, and students that we can be. In this episode, I will discuss the Quranic strategic plan on how Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala teaches us how to respect love and follow the Prophet peace be upon him and his family's example in building a compassionate culture. As a follow-up to the previous episode, the Ayah 37 in Surah Al-Ahzab illustrated the internal and external challenges that the Prophet peace be upon him and his family went through in the process of bringing substantial change to the wrong custom of adoption. At the same time, it is the Quranic way to replace the prohibited law or action with a better alternative. That's why the adoption was replaced by kafala system, where we can see the houses of the Prophet Muhammad peace be upon him were full of orphans under his kafala care. While the ayah 40 in Surah Al-Ahzab presents a clear vision on who Prophet Muhammad is. In terms of his message, role, and status, it also reflects the mercy of Prophet Muhammad, peace be upon him, and that's to be considered by all humankind until the end of time. In the ayah, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala stated, Muhammad is not the father of any of your men, but he is the messenger of Allah and the seal of the prophets. Allah has full knowledge of everything. His fatherhood, peace be upon him, may not be through blood or kin tie, but he is more merciful, loving, and caring than the real father to his children. Indeed, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in Surah At-Tawbah, Surah number 9, Ayah 28 describe him as he said, There has come unto you a messenger from among yourselves. Distrust him, the thought that you might suffer. He is deeply concerned for your welfare and full of compassion and mercy towards the believers. Therefore, he established a compassionate family and a compassionate community where their priority was to take care of orphans and leave no abandoned child without good care. Let's reflect on our time today. What are we doing today with the millions of orphans around the world? How are we building a compassionate community and a caring culture? Surah Al-Ahzab continues to teach us that there will be always people 
who attempt to distract you with false tales and arguments like those against Prophet Muhammad peace be upon him, his wives, and his sharia, as we know, has been a target of a propaganda campaign used to create confusion about his message. What do you do in a situation like this? Here, let us listen to Allah's action plan in Surah Al-Ahzab. The first step that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala teaches us to take care of yourself spiritually, emotionally, and holistically. Practice remembering Allah. He said in the ayat from 41 to 45, All who you believe, remember Allah and do this often and glorify him morning and evening. He it is who sends blessings on you and do his angels that he may bring you out from the depths of darkness into light. And he is full of mercy to the believers. On the day when they meet him, they will be welcomed with the greeting of peace. And he will have prepared for them a most excellent reward. Therefore, the practice of remembering Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will always soften our hearts, clear and sharpen our minds, cleanse our senses, and beautify our actions and behaviors. For the second step in Surah Al-Ahzab, Ayah 48, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala instructs the Prophet and all of us by saying, and do not yield to the deniers of the truth and the hypocrites and disregard their hurtful talk and put your trust in Allah for none is as worthy of a trust as Allah. The practical step of disregard their hurtful talk means that the believers should neither become involved in the doubts and suspicions spread by the others, nor should they resort to abusive language in revenge, but they should turn to Allah and remember him constantly. The third step in Surah Al-Ahzab is to remind ourselves who our beloved Prophet is. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, with all the love and respect, defines the role and status of his Prophet and his relationship with the believers in the following ayat. Ayah 45 to 47. Ya ayyuhan nabi, inna arsalnaka shahidan wa mubashiran wa nadira, wa da'iyan ila Allahi bi'idnihi wa sirajan munira, wa bashir al-mu'minina bi'anna lahum min Allahi fadlan kabira. O Prophet, 
we have sent you forth as a witness, a barrier of good tidings and a warner, and shining lamp, spreading and as one who invites people to Allah's way by his permission, and as a bright shining lamp spreading light. Give good news to the believers that they will have a great bounty from Allah. In these ayat, the meaning of the Prophet peace be upon him as a shahidan, as a witness, is very vast. It means that the Prophet peace be upon him had conveyed the message to the people and implemented as it was entrusted to him in every aspect of life. Because the Prophet will be able to testify that he made the truth clear to the people. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala explained it in Surah Al-Ma'idah, Ayah 109, by saying, The day when Allah will gather together the messengers and say, What response did you receive? They will answer, We have no knowledge of it. You alone fully know all that lies beyond the reach of a human perception. So in step four, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala asks us to make the world better. In this case, what are our responsibility as the followers of Prophet Muhammad, peace be upon him? Are we delivering all that we have been entrusted with? He entrusted us to carry the message and to follow his sunnah by creating a just and compassionate culture and lifestyle according to Allah's command. Here in Ayah 49 in Surah Al-Ahzab, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala presents a real test to the community of the believers through the very crucial family issue of divorce. So why did Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala inject this issue of divorce here? Because family laws and issues are the most critical issues where injustice may occur. A Muslim who acts unjustly towards his wife is violating what the Prophet, peace be upon him, entrusted us with. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in ayah 49 described this and he says, Believers, when you marry believing women and then divorce them before you have touched them, you have no reason to expect any waiting period in their part. So make provision for them and release them in an honorable manner. So what are we witnessing today concerning the issue of divorce? What kind of cultures that we developed 
in terms concerning this issue. Here, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in Surah Al-Ahzab, ayat from 50 to 52, takes us back to the household of the Prophet Muhammad, peace be upon him, where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala declared through clear and decisive ayat verses that he is the one who determines and made it lawful for the Prophet, peace be upon him, to marry several wives. This was not the choice of the Prophet, peace be upon him. We know that the Messenger of Allah, before receiving the message, was married at the age of 25 to our mother Khadija bint Khuwailid, who was older than him, and she was the only wife, and lived a happy, content, married life with her for a full 25 years. Then when she died, he married another old lady, our mother Sauda bint Khuzayma, and she remained his only wife for the next four years. So let's recap in this episode. We learned about the responsibility that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala had placed on the Prophet, peace be upon him. His universal mission to convey the message to humankind at large. Being the seal of the prophets and the witness over humankind. What a heavy mission is that, right? As Allah in Surah Sabah, Surah 34, in Ayah 28, stressed that by saying, we have sent you as a barrier of glad tidings and a warner for humankind at large. But most of the people do not understand this. Understanding the conditions and circumstances under which he had been appointed to accomplish this great task, we can further understand the significant roles of the mothers of the believers and the meaning of having several wives. As we learned in Ayah 34, Surah Al-Ahzab, It was their role to remember, recite, read, make known, teach, follow, and model, and publish the message. That's why their rank and position in the sight of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is highly significant. And they are the wives of Prophet Muhammad, peace be upon him, in this life and the hereafter. I will leave you with the following questions. What is one new thing you learned from this episode? What is your plan to make the world a better place for all. Thank you. Stay tuned for the next episode, insha'Allah. Wassalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.